Hello and welcome back to the Showing Up with Maria podcast, the More Movement Coaching podcast. I am Maria, your host, and today I am joined by personal trainer Sam Grover. So Sam, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. Yes, and I actually want to add to my CV that I am now a, how should I phrase it, podcast virginity taker. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I've not done anything like this before, uh, so this is my first time. Um, yeah. So if I'm really bad, you know why. I feel like, well, you won't be, but a lot of people are bad their first time, Sam, so. I'm always terrible. <laughs> always, my track record's not great, so. <laughs> we'll take it from there. So how long have you been personal training for? Um, officially, in inverted commas, uh, a year and about a week. Now. A year and a week? Yeah. I like that. Do you have a little celebration when you hit 12 months? Yeah, I did. Yeah, did you? That's good. I actually did. Uh, I, I sat at home with like, what did I have? Uh, like a little cupcake and we just like, fucking go me. Yes. Because um, you did a reel once. I'm going to tag your Instagram. But there was one about like your transformation. So how, have you, how long have you been training for? Uh, oof, about seven years. And what made you get into the gym? Um, I think when I was younger, I'd always look at, uh, I'd walk past like men's health magazines, like the typical teenage boy, and was like, that dude shredded, I'll look like that one day. And I never really knew, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Um, But my neighbour and one of my mates took me um, down to our local gym for like, I don't know, like a free trial. And it it was an interesting workout. It was... I suppose fun because I went back but I just didn't have a clue what I was doing so I just kind of kept turning up um it was it was great but but yeah I just I don't know why I kind of just fell into it I didn't really have a reason to go I just kind of got dragged along yeah yeah do you look back now at the workouts you used to do and think what the fuck was I doing oh massively my my workout split to begin with was fucking awful I did I was training four arms three times a week just wanted all those guns yeah, I know, but like, oh, it was no, it was ridiculous. It was fucking yeah. awful. If um, how do you start about it now when people come to you and they have? Because I get a lot of people say to me, "I'd love to go to the gym, but I just don't know where to start. I don't know what to do." Like, and I feel like people make it so complicated. And obviously, we love it, so we're gonna want to go like geeky into the all the little bits about it. But yeah. what would you say to someone if they were literally, they've never stepped forward in the gym before? What, maybe, I don't know, like two things they actually need to put their effort into? Like where does their concentration need to go? Biggest um, bang for the buck. Biggest bang for your buck. Um, I, like, don't overcomplicate it because the first time you go, like anything, like me on this podcast, you're probably going to be shit. Um, <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's one of those, like, you're going to be shit the first time. Every time you go, you'll be slightly better. Um, if it just put your effort into learning how to lift is what I'd argue um, move well and this is kind of something that I've learned over the past year especially that there are however many like seven major movements the body does and if you just practice the ones that you do in the gym outside of the gym you feel fucking great um, and that's kind of what I pushed a lot of people if they don't like the gym that much just go so you feel great out of it don't go to feel great in the gym yeah so basically, you just look fit naked when you're out. Yeah, very much. Budgie smokers on the beach vibes. Yeah. <laughs> what um, would be the main lifts that they should concentrate on? Um, 
What are your oh. favorite? What's your favorite lift? Because you've got oh, your deadlift is pretty fucking impressive. Um, as it goes, I fucking hate deadlifts. Do you? I it's feel like I'm, you look like you love them. It's because I think I suck at them. <laughs> um, I so I, I like I had a coach with it, and I will go back to him shortly. Um, but he was just like, "Mate, deadlift's not good enough." Like every week, and I was like, oh, "Okay, sick." <laughs> um, my favourite's the squat. Um, I and like for people coming in, like I don't care who you are. If you come and train with me, you will be squatting. It's not, we're not, I'm not going to like take someone's nan in, slap her in the squat rack and make her do like 10 by 10 with a barbell. Like we can regress it loads. So just make it really simple. Um, because at the end of the day, no matter how old you get, you're going to need to sit on a toilet. And I wouldn't want to be in a position where anyone I've trained can't get themselves off the toilet. So yeah. squatting down and squatting back up for me is like the most important thing. Yeah. Have you got, have you noticed working with clients that there's some um, like same things that come up that people struggle with, with the squat? Um, Cause you did your video about going too, too low. Yeah. yeah the, uh, like as basics and fundamentals um, it's probably um, if you're just looking at like a bodyweight squat, probably not driving your knees forward. Um, so I know a while, like going back a few years, it was advertised as sort of being a bad thing to do because it's bad for your knees, it's, it's bollocks. Um, you look at like any Olympic weightlifter and they've got like 200 kilos and their knees are back in miles away. Yeah. Um, so Just yeah, for people if they don't know what that means, like you mean driving the knees over the toes? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So afterwards, as opposed to sort of sinking your hips back because um, yeah. you just fall over backwards and it fucking hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I've uh, made a mistake. It ain't fun. Yeah. That um, was a proper thing for ages. So I remember even when I was training as a dancer and we'd do lunges. So mm. say you're in like your lunge, but your back leg straight. They would always say to us like this, the front leg had to be at a right angle. Like don't push your knee over your toe. I was yeah. constantly told that. Then obviously yeah. it's like stuff's been, you find out more and you learn more. There's, it's like, that was bullshit. Like, yes, drive your knee over your toe. It's fine. You're not going to hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, I think there's a, as a movement pattern it's once you can get that down everything else clicks into place but mm-hmm. from what I'm at least um it's just and it then allows you to have quite a nice squat but yeah how many how many times do you train a week I know you're you love it but how many times do you train uh four on average I'd say four times and then um, what's your what's your split uh over the summer it was uh deadlifts on one day push vertical press on another um squats and then events training on the saturday uh events so, training what's that so for like the strongman stuff i was doing oh. um, which so i've got a local gym that i go to and it's basically a tunnel under the m40 uh very <laughs> spinning full of dust and it's um oh, throughout the past seven years of lifting it's kind of in the past six months what i've realized i enjoy the most is just picking up boulders uh <laughs> which is it's a weird niche but it just it just gets me going um <laughs> so i'm there like i was there on saturdays every week for like four hours like with my snacks pre-workout and just like irish rock music and picking up boulders and i just loved it oh so did, have you done strong is strongman something you'd want to do have you competed or done anything like that yeah so i've done i got into it sort of six months ago a friend of mine ran a competition um at his farm and i just did it as i went oh i go to the gym that looks like fun uh but I'd never done anything competing by myself um so I'd always done sort of team sports 
and suddenly like the spotlight just being on you um I feel like I was always quite well that I was shit at rugby <laughs> like, like anyone watching this will testify I was shit I can't catch I can't pass I can't kick um the only reason I got semi-decent was because I realized I could pick the ball up from the floor and run with it and that worked um <laughs> so like the spotlight just being on me and I couldn't hide how shit I was through teammates um it kind of I don't know it just made me work a bit harder um mm-hmm. And just it's just quite fun picking up boulders yeah uh, I did a comp I did my friend's one um and just enjoyed it did one down at the local gym um and came first out of the novices and then did one at Hampshire's take, that. take that first Sam uh, and then did Hampshire's strongest man um and came third for my weight category again which I was pretty chuffed with yeah um, so it's it, I'm getting into it it's just it's battling not lifting too much and injuring myself which is difficult because like you say I'm one of those nauses that might go to the gym a lot so yeah do you notice a difference between now training like the performance like when you were younger and you first started like you said you saw like the men's fitness magazines and you saw that have you noticed a shift now in like your why as to training massively when I was when I was 18 and I was lifting I was like oh I want to be like you say I want to look good with my top off I want to be fit um I want the hips back I want the shoulders I want like everything the big arms um and to the point I didn't train legs for like, the first two years I want to see a picture of that it's, it's not great yeah it's great. um there's I think I've got a photo where my arms are as big as my leg um but anyone listen that's not because I had big arms that's because I have fucking tiny legs yeah um, <laughs> but yeah definitely from that transitioning I'd, I'd say it's mostly because of Dan's personal training and training others just to feel better in how they move. Mm-hmm. Um, but massively the past sort of year, um, just like you say, training for performance, it just, it's so much better in my head because um, I'm not looking in the mirror. I don't care how I look, um, which is quite a nice place to be. Uh, and I can just focus on, oh, if I can pick that up, I'll feel quite good. Yeah. Is kind of what I want to do so it works yeah and like appreciate your body for what it does for you like how fucking amazing is that that you can lift up that and then throw it around the place yeah yeah massively massively um so you train you said like four times a week let's Mm. do a little scenario because I have got I've had a couple of messages from people that want to start but they can only train twice a week so Mm. if someone's listening to this and they're like I think I would like to get into the gym but I can only do it twice a week what's the point firstly of course we both know there's a point Oh, go to the gym yeah um but how would you so what would you suggest to them how would they how do you think they should structure it or go about it um firstly i i think the argument is there that when you first start you should only be going two times a week max three times a week max mm-hmm. um if you pick um sort of exercises that are going to improve how you move outside of the gym so things like squats um hip hinges so anything like a where you bend over basically um and then pushes and pulls as very basic movements you can do them in hundreds of different ways um and you do a couple of full body days um you can split them so you get enough rest and sort of three months down the line you won't just have noticed physical improvements like you'll feel fantastic um and it's i think it's the little things that my clients have said just because that's what i do with them um i train the most the majority of them two times a week full bodies um, some of them three times a week as well. Um, 
but they're all there's a squat there's uh, maybe like a um like a hip pinch like i say bending over at the hips um a couple of pulls a couple of pushes and in 12 weeks time people have come in and they go you know what the shopping doesn't feel as heavy anymore or when i'm like if i drop something and i pick it up i don't my back doesn't hurt like all these little things that just drastically improve the quality of their life and that's kind of why i like push people to go to the gym because you're gonna feel yeah. fucking um so yeah i'd, I'd say two, like two times enough is is just it's probably the best um you get three and a half days rest if you split it evenly and just hit full bodies yeah i'm gonna take advantage of you being here because you can help me because <laughs> although i cut obviously i'm a personal trainer too but sometimes like do you have a coach that does your programming uh or do you do your own I, yeah i have done for the past three yeah three months i did with him yeah. um he's my mate who ran my who ran the competition um at his farm that i got into um and i'll go back to him in the next couple of months when i get yeah. back on. um <laughs> we were both waiting for the other to talk yeah. <laughs> no, um, <I'm... laughs> for me like my training over that period of time was probably the best it's been in years yeah um which is ridiculous. I know I say it to all my clients. I'm like, oh, if, if you put a gym session in, you're going to turn up and do it because I'm here waiting for you. In the same sense that whether he whether he looked at the Excel spreadsheet or not, I had it in my head. He was going to say to me, why haven't you done your deadlifts this week? And I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, I don't do them. So like if he put down a set of eight, I made sure I get a set of eight so I could be accountable to him. Yeah. It does make a big difference. Yeah. I just, I love programming for other people. But when it comes to me, I just I've had coaches in the past because it's just easier because I can't be bothered to then think about what I'm going to do before I get there. So some I actually have done myself my own program before and imagined it was a client set it up for that six week block. And then just so and I don't even know what I'm doing myself, even though I've set it until I get to the gym, because otherwise if I get there and I don't know, I'm like, oh. it's like you put yourself at the last person. I'll put so much thought into making sure like they have exactly what they need and like the reps and everything about it, the sets. Then when it comes to me, I'm like, oh, well, whatever. So, yeah. So I train like three, four times a week. So say if there's people like me, they've got two to three years experience behind them. Mm. We need to we need to kick up the arse mm. is there anything that we could do to add to just make intensify the workouts a bit um i think short of getting someone to hold you accountable um whether that's getting a coach or just going with another pt or friend because uh, then you're not just having up for yourself um things that have worked for me um is again kind of appreciating that you're going to train i'm not just going to exercise um so i'm going in there for a purpose so even if it's like if it's just one session that i have um and i'm short on time i'll just set myself two or three goals so i need to hit x amount of reps at x amount of weight um on one exercise and then maybe do four sets within like a five minute time period on the next exercise just something like that just so you can you can achieve something and walk out and know that you've accomplished what you wanted wanted to go in to do yeah yeah I have to get up. Do you, what time of day do you train? Uh, whenever I'm not training clients, really. At the minute, it's kind of like mornings, yeah. evenings, or whatever. Um, unless unless it's on the weekend, and I, I kind of like just put like a big block in my calendar and say, "Oh, that's I'll go to the gym and do everything I haven't done during the week." Um, yeah. But it's I would like to do mornings, but I've never been like an early bird workout kind of person. 
See, I've started, right, I do like mornings and I've now started training early, like mm. in the car on the way to the gym at six. But it's not because I love, like, I do it through gritted teeth, like I'm like a moody bitch until I get there and I have to have a monster and everything. But I have this thing that if it gets to like nine o'clock in the morning, which is so early, but if I haven't trained by then, I'm like, nah, day's over. <laughs> I'm like, I'm actually so bad. Like, I'll force myself, obviously. But I know for me, if I just get up before I'm even properly awake and I'm on the way to the gym, I've done it before I've given, I can talk myself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I when I first started training, I was going at like 11 p.m. Um, and it was I was doing shift work um, at a bar, so I'd finish that and then go and train, uh, and then have a bit of a line. I've tried early mornings, but I just find I fall asleep on the bench. If I'm not, if I haven't been awake for long enough, I'm just it's too much. I know the last early morning I did, uh, I did it at 6 a.m. and I did it with Lewis. Did you? not pointing fingers but later that day I came down with tonsillitis so I kind of I put it down I was just like I stressed myself too much in the morning it's morning workouts yeah (laughs) um so you're doing you yeah you mentioned Lewis you're speaking at the event that he's putting on at the end of the month and what is the title of your talk um stop exercising start training perfect what kind are you gonna what kind of things are you covering um Actually, I finished my presentation earlier. Um, I feel like I, when Lewis asked me to do it, I was just like, yeah, it's going to be great. And then he was like 100 people. And I was like, fuck, that's a lot of people. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of like I'm trying to be really prepared for it. Um, but I've got um, talking about the sort of differences um, between what exercise is, what training is, and why they are vastly different things. Um, which one you should realistically be doing. Um, trying to not give anything away. Um, I suppose I can't really Uh, I'll have to give something away Um, the sort of different types of training um, the best one that you should be doing you're probably not and um, just how to do it Um, it's it's kind of the introduction to going to a gym that no one's ever had but probably should have yeah but they need the introduction they need yeah yeah Yeah, 100% um, have you rehearsed like what you're going to say I'm I'm so intrigued about this because he he said to me that he wants me to talk at the next one and I'm like nah fucking wait <laughs> I uh, honestly have so much respect for all of you getting up and doing that like how do you even begin like have you got well, a script yeah oh you haven't done it <laughs> wait what's the date how long have you got uh two and a half weeks um I so yeah so I've got like a big I've got like a presentation I've done and I think in my head I'm like people will look at that they won't look at me um and uh I'm saying um I've bought a like a clicker thing so I don't even have to like know what's behind me just so I can like rehearse stay focused and I've got something in my hand that I can like focus on so I'm not thinking about the 100 people sat in front of me um but it's yeah I, I have rehearsed it a couple of times um I think it's all right but having, yeah, having not done public speaking before, I'll, again, first time for everything, I might be a bit shit. Yeah, and it is first time for everything. And I feel like this is some, like, to have the confidence to do that, mm. it doesn't mean, because I speak about this on the podcast a lot, like sometimes when you, say if someone was to see you now about to give this talk, they would just think, oh, he's just so confident, he's just doing that talk. And it's like, no, you still feel the fear. Like, I'm sure you're still yeah. nervous. It's still apprehensive, but it's like, 
having the confidence to put yourself out there to do it anyway. And this is things that I think training and having like an exercise routine, looking after yourself, that has a knock on effect that affects your confidence in all these other areas of your life that people don't realize. They think they just want to train just to, like you said, just to look good. And that's fine. That's what gets you into the gym. It's what got me into the gym. Like it's okay. But then the more you do it, you realize that actually taking care of yourself affects all these other areas of your life and you like show up better for work you put yourself in situations you wouldn't have done before because you think oh go on I'll give it a go because knowing that you're having these performance goals in the gym knowing you can lift x amount or knowing that you're disciplined enough to get up every morning and and get there it just sort of reaffirms that you're someone that like does what they say they're going to do or is capable of doing these things and then you start taking risks and doing more things in other areas of your life yeah 100% I um what what you said there really hit the nail on the head for me um especially shifting that mindset from how can my body perform um from sort of how does my body look i can i might be doing something that i'm slightly nervous in but my mind will just go you know last week you picked up like 130 kilo boulder so this is nothing don't worry about it and i'm like yeah that's it (laughs) mind you right i'll uh i'll go do whatever it is i'm slightly nervous about whether it's like this podcast, the live with uh, with Petrina I've done recently, the talk, um, launching like a new program, whatever it is, I'm kind of, I've, if I can do other things that in my head are slightly more difficult, then this should be a walk in the park. Yeah. So when does, if people want to find and get in contact with you, especially about like your coaching services and what you offer, where can that, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, Instagram, definitely, or any social media, but mainly Instagram. Um, like I have Twitter, I don't use it. <laughs> I have TikTok, I don't really use it. Um, but definitely Instagram. Um, I've said it to a lot of people. I've got um, I've, where I geek out over things like getting people's squat really nice or getting this. I've said to people before, like send me as many videos as you want of your exercises, and I'll tell you what's good or bad. Um, yeah. But I don't try it anymore. I just really enjoy it. Um, and yeah, Instagram DM me, um, and. I can, I can help you learn to lift. Yeah. Well, I'll put you in the show notes because then, guys, I mean, if he's offering, send him your videos. I might, you might, you might get some dodgy videos. <laughs> well, I had my first experience of that recently as a PT and I was like, I, uh, I messaged a group of coaches and they were like, oh, well done. That's your first. And I was like, wait, this is common. Tell me what, <laughs> what was it? What was it of? Uh, I got a phone call asking if I did private PT sessions. I was like, yeah, I do. He was like, oh, you're discreet. And it took me about five minutes to realise what he actually wanted. Um, And it wasn't personal training. (laughs) Sam, I've never heard of that happening. I don't know whether... Is it it bad that I feel offended that this group of coaches said, like, congratulations, it's your first, and I've never had that? Why is no one asking me about that? (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. I put the phone down and I was a bit in shock. Um, but at the same time, I was like, money's a bit tight this month. They did say yes. money. Where are my boundaries? <laughs> oh, and the talk that people can come and listen to you and all the other guest speakers is Saturday, 26th of November. Yes. Yeah. In Manchester. Manchester Art Gallery. Um, myself, Lewis, Petrina, Steph, Anna and Maya. Um, five talks. I can't speak for myself, but those five are all incredible coaches. Um, so it's it's thirty pounds. It's worth the ticket. Yeah. Um, if you're free on Saturday, you have no excuse not to be there. Yeah. There's like there's literally no excuse. We like if you want to just learn and just get yourself the knowledge that you need to start making changes. Like it's thirty quid. 
yeah like you're it's, gonna get um, so much from that event it's i'm i'm really happy lewis put it on because i know there's there's a lot of events out there that just are for people heavily in the fitness industry that now i'd go to but there's not anything for myself seven years ago when i was training like four arms three times a week and didn't have a clue what i was doing that's who needs this kind of talk yeah um, so if you're out there and you feel like you don't really know what you're doing or want to learn a little bit more then it's just perfect it's yeah. what you need. definitely well how was rate your first podcast experience out of 10 oh this was great this is <laughs> nah, sorry, 10. i was i was busting the setup i've got uh interesting i was playing around with my mic um but no nah, um <laughs> i really enjoyed it yes um, i'm gonna good. give myself a pat on the back for that took sam's podcast virginity and you weren't shit at it so your track record for first times it's just got a bit better oh yeah it's uh it couldn't have got any worse <laughs> all right if you enjoyed this episode guys please like it rate share the podcast go follow sam let us know what you both think of it and i'm going to put links to how you can get your tickets for the november event as well but yeah i'll be back next week with another episode so bye Amazing. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.